Southern Miss hangs on. One down, one to go for a trip to Omaha. It's Locked on Sunbelt. You are Locked on Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, also host Afternoons on uh, 103.3 The Goat here in Lafayette. And we're doing this uh, following the Southern Miss 5-3 win over Tennessee. I'm going to head to Baton Rouge to see game two of LSU and Kentucky. So we'll see if we get one later on uh, tonight. Most likely uh, we will, but just to make sure I get one in. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started today. All right. Southern Miss hangs on 5-3. I'm sure Golden Eagles Nation's uh, heart rate and blood pressure went up just a little bit. Uh, Let's recap. Uh, Obviously, the delay was the major story. And I think the disappointing thing was is that they – it wasn't that they started and stopped. It was that they started, stopped, started again, and then stopped again that was the disappointing part maybe move the games up it feels like they would move the games up for tv purposes right like we got weather coming at three let's not start at two you know kind of deal or one whenever the saturday game started let's start it at 11 or something along those lines uh, like they did on sunday in case there is weather later on in the afternoon Uh, i would say hashtag always a bright side at least there was weather right like the weather in Baton Rouge didn't come until, let's see here, one the third weather delay, which forced uh, them to not start, whereas they had five hours of sunshine and no lightning strikes. So it didn't really affect anything outside of, you know, LSU fans had to wait for a 14 nothing victory. All right, this is about Southern Miss. So they jump out on top fast, right? This was, you know, they get, I mean, first of all, uh, you know, you got to give it up to uh, Billy Old. Right. He gets the nod for extra rest. As he said, uh, the announcer said extra rest for Tanner Hall. I'll be the first to tell you, I was surprised that Oldham went first, but uh, Tanner did pitch uh, Monday in the regional and they're looking at the weather. So we don't want to have happened to what happened to Billy or what LSU, to be honest with you, didn't want to have happened to Paul Skeens. We don't want to start and stop and lose our ace pitcher. And so Billy Oldham, I mean, what a great story. I went to Division Three school. They're, they're pretty good, not this year. Uh, and he wins, what is it, East Connecticut State. Uh, plays for the, uh, won the national championship in Division Three last year. And now he is starting a super regional in Hattiesburg for Southern Miss. And he was very good. He was outstanding. He does get tagged with one run, um, although he was long gone Uh to have, uh, you know, to be, uh, you know, charged with that. But four and a third innings, two hits, does give up the one run. He didn't walk anybody, struck out five. In fact, what a spot for him and Christian Moore when they came back. I think it was right the bottom half of the third inning. That's a tough spot for anybody and everybody. They they stopped the ball game and, no, maybe it was the fourth. I'm mixing my, my innings up here. Let me see here. Uh... Yeah, it was the fourth inning. So it's a 4 nothing Southern Miss lead. We'll get to that here in a second. 
and they stopped the game with two balls, two strikes, two on. And it's a tough spot for Billy Oldham. It's a tough spot for Christian Moore. And uh, Billy got him, uh, striking him out to end that inning. They come back in the fifth, and that's where they stopped it again. And Tennessee actually got some runs. We'll get to that here in a second. So Billy Oldham really setting the table early on, though he does get some help, right? So oddly enough, and I don't understand why, Although maybe in this case where it seems to be more of a coin flip on why Southern Miss hosted versus Tennessee. We don't want to get into that. That's not what this episode is about. We had fun with that all week. But I don't get why, you know, we have to split up home field advantage. That seems ridiculous. It is actually a coin flip on how that happens. If you're hosting, you're a home field. I thoroughly believe that the only true home field advantage in all of sports is the home team for baseball, right? If you jump to the end and Tennessee's the home team, and they score three runs in the ninth inning, the game's over. That's home field advantage. Everything else is kind of psychological. But I don't get it. Anyways, so Southern Miss is up first. All right, and Parker with uh, the two-run triple uh, past the diving center fielder of Tennessee, which I don't really mind the Tennessee uh, center fielder making that play. He had a bad angle on it, like, it wasn't a play where, <clears throat> you know, he could have blocked it if he played it on a hop. He was going to miss that baseball. He was either going to catch it, which he really wasn't that close to it, or he was going to play it on a hop. And the angle that he took on it, he wasn't going to play it on a hop. Plus, it's the first inning. Try and make a play. Uh, I don't agree with. I thought Todd Walker mentioned that he thought two runs were going to score anyways. I don't think so. If, if he can get in front of the ball, but that's not where the ball was hit. So he couldn't get in front of the ball. And immediately, Southern Miss is up. Two to nothing. Billy Oldham then strikes out a pair. By the way, the the other big thing was Lindsey in the first inning threw like 35 pitches for Tennessee. It was a hot, muggy day, right? We knew that going in. And he's already got 35 pitches. Meanwhile, I think it was like 14 for Billy Oldham in the first inning. It was outstanding. All right. And so now... You got a 2-0 lead. They go scoreless in the second. In the third inning, uh, Dustin Dickerson homer. You, you know, Eric Kane from Lockdown Vols brought it up first thing. You know, when we were talking about, you know, the uh, Southern Miss lineup, talk to me about Dustin Dickerson, and he's continuing to be on fire. You know, he adds a home run uh, in the third inning, making it 3 nothing. Then in the fourth inning, uh, Monastir hits a home run, and it's 4 nothing. And let's be honest, Tennessee's in trouble. Right, I know it's not ten nothing or anything along those lines, but Tennessee is in a little bit of trouble here. Uh, Billy Oldham's pitching great. Uh, Lindsey is. Let me see how many pitches he finished with. Where are we going here? How many pitches did he uh, finish with? Obviously, he didn't. Um, he finished the fourth, but and never came back. Yeah, so he was in trouble to begin with, right? I mean, he pitched seventy-eight pitches in four innings, so. I can't imagine he was going more than six. And then you're going to get into the Tennessee bullpen, which as it turns out pitched uh, okay. But Southern Miss gets that 4 nothing lead, and then the weather comes. All right. And so that's where we will take our time out. All right. We will come back. We will talk about uh, we'll talk about the weather delay and what kind of effect that it had on Southern Miss and on Tennessee. But first. 
Let me tell you a little bit about Fan Duel. A couple more games, maybe hopefully, well, at least one in the NBA uh, Finals. Make a fast break to Fan Duel during the NBA playoffs because right now, new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on and get a no sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Fanduel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. Uh, my bets are not doing all that well right now. Uh, I had a small parlay on uh, the Nuggets and the Panthers. Not great. I took a flyer on the Heat. Not great. I took a flyer on six games in the NBA Finals. Not great. Uh, not looking good uh, for uh, for Schultze. All right. Uh, but nonetheless, a lot of fun, easy to do. We will start doing team futures on there for the NCAAs. Need to see where Alabama is. Uh, they were heavy favorites to be under 10 and a half, like almost two to one, like betting $100 to win 50, like ridiculous. Or almost like betting $200 to win $100. But if that goes down to 10, uh, Maybe change my bet. All right, Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. So the weather comes, right? We mentioned uh, Billy Oldham against uh, Christian Moore of Tennessee gets out of that jam, but then it happens again in uh, the fifth inning. And in this case, the weather did come. They weren't just sitting through clear skies. They did get, um, they did wait a while and, and the weather came. And so people were frustrated. Why did you, you know, they played like an inning. You know, so that was seemed to be a waste of time. I'm not even sure it was an inning, right? They top of the fourth to the oh to the well, I guess they were in the bottom of the fourth to the bottom of the fifth. So just about an inning. And so now this is the way I'm thinking about it, right? I gotta believe Southern Miss fans were like, we have them. It's four nothing. This is gonna allow them to, you know, collect themselves and regroup. And the last thing we want them to do, we, we want them to wilt in the sun. We don't want them to get a good night's sleep in the air conditioning. We want them to be under the pressure. It's all momentum is all on us. And like Southern Miss's, you know, worst fears were coming true, right? And so you can't bring Billy Oldham back again. Will Armistead, who's been pretty good and may have been uh, a game three starter, still may if it gets that far, just didn't have it. He struggled with his command and his control. Uh, and though he did get the first batter that he faced, so he came in, there is one on and one out, okay? He immediately gets a fielder's choice, throws the second. They couldn't quite turn the double play. So there's a runner on at first and two outs. You are really one good pitch away from it being 4 nothing heading into the sixth inning. And then it fell apart. He hits Stark. He walks Ahuna. And then he, that loads of bases, and then he hits Ensley, and you got to get him out of there, right? From hitting a guy to walking a guy to hitting a guy, you got to get him out of there. It's still only 4-1, but you got to get him out, all right? Now, give credit to Dickey on a 2-2 pitch from Justin Storm. He delivers a two-run base hit to make it a 4-3 ball game, but Justin Storm does get uh, Merritt struck out looking. Now, it was a crazy strike zone for the home plate umpire. I don't know if it was the same one. And I presume it 
could have been the same one as it was on Saturday. But it seemed to be a very odd, straight, odd-shaped strike zone. A couple of pitches on the outside looked really good. And then the strike three call didn't look like a strike at all. <laughs> and uh, so there I would tell you Justin Storm maybe caught a break. But it seemed to be a very odd-shaped strike zone. Even at the end of the ball game, like, you know, that looked like strike three. Uh, with one out in the ninth, and he got him to chase uh, an inside breaking ball. But it was, uh, nonetheless, Justin Storm doesn't give anything else up, right? I mean, you got you got two on and two out, right? Another base hit, ties the game up. He gets Garrett looking, and then Justin Storm doesn't really give up much, right? In uh, the sixth, he did, here got a little bit of trouble, but his catcher Montenegro bailed him out. He walks more, and on a pitch in the dirt, or carpet as the case may be, uh, Moore tries to advance, almost like a delayed steal on a 2-2 pitch, and he's thrown out. Perfect throw, right on the bag, and uh, Moore is out. <laughs> that maybe changed the whole inning, because it was going to be a 3-2 pitch coming up next. Instead, Burke flies out, Denton ends up walking, but Scott lines out, and no real damage done. And Storm just kind of got into a groove, did give up, let's see here, a base hit and an error in the seventh inning. But then uh, they had a, uh, a, ground, a ground ball to third and uh, just stepped on the bag to end the threat. And they really didn't, I guess, I mean, you put the tying run to the plate, you do something. He retires the side in order in the eighth. And then in uh, the ninth, um, does hit a batter. Uh, but a ground ball to third base, and they force out the runner at second. So uh, Southern Miss hangs on. They win five to three, and they are one game away. Their first uh, regional, uh, super regional win since 09, since their last trip and only trip to Omaha. And now this all sets up for, wait for it, Southern Miss's Tanner Hall. We'll be back after this to talk about that on Locked on Sunbelt. All right, again, thank you so much for uh, tuning in. This is an emergency podcast, uh, if you will. Sorry to borrow that, Dave. Uh, also, because we'll see if we can get it in, depending on what time we come back from uh, Baton Rouge. But I wanted to make sure I got one in uh, for today. Uh, good chance if Southern Miss pulls this off today, we'll do another one uh, for tomorrow. Or we could do one, you know, first thing in the morning is, is the way that could be done just to make sure I do get, you know, the beauty sleep. Uh, but I mean, what, I mean, thank you, Southern Miss. Thank you, Golden Eagles Nation. Uh, it doesn't seem like a lot, but, you know, yesterday's, or actually was, um, was Thursday's episode that, you know, became one of my biggest, and it, it's you guys, right? Um, also, Vols Nation is involved with that as well. The two biggest ones happen to be when Sunbelt teams are playing Tennessee, kind of ironic, uh, because the Cajuns play Tennessee, uh, in the NCAA tournament, and now it's uh, the Volunteers versus uh, the Golden Eagles. But it really, I think it's mostly coming uh, from Southern Miss fans and kind of just blew up uh, on, on Saturday. Out, out of nowhere, uh, it kind of blew up. So really appreciate that. Uh, I mean, God, if they can win this and get to the College World Series, I may get 300 subscribers. And I know that's not a lot, right? The idea is to get to 1,000. But also, the more you get right? The more your videos are out there, the more people are sharing and the more subscribers you get. It kind of builds exponentially um, as yesterday or as it proved on Saturday. 
uh, to be the case. So thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you can always find us uh, audio-wise as well. Just search Locked on Sunbelt wherever you find your audio podcast, uh, you know, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon, wherever you get them. We are there. Also, if you are in Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. It would be a, a big help. All right, Dave Schultz wrapping things up uh, on this, again, emergency bonus episode of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Now it's up to Tanner Hall. All right, this was, uh, you know, the game plan uh, going into the Super Regional that maybe due to the rain, uh, maybe due to the needing the rest, but this is what Scott Barry lined up, that they wanted somebody else to go first. And if somehow you could get a win, now you got Tanner Hall, your ace, trying to lead the way. Now, he didn't win the last time out. Well, he did pitch. But the last start, right, he pitched nine innings of two-run baseball. And uh, they lost that game 4-2. to That was the last time that Justin Storm did not get the job done. Uh, he's done it three out of the last four times, right? Um, Sunbelt Championship um, to win the regional and then now to take game one of the Super Regional, all right? So props to Justin Storm, all right? Did not allow that two-run home run in the 10th inning the last time Tanner Hall started the game, right? He did pitch. Well, I guess he did start. He did start the regional, but he wasn't going very long. He did start that ball game. That's right. He did start that one and gave up two unearned runs. So it would have been a very effective a couple of innings for a Tanner Hall. Uh, but this is where Scott Barry wanted to be. And let's see if the bats can get going. Here's the thing about baseball. The hard, you can't. It's not one of those games like basketball or football or even hockey. The harder you try, uh, the tougher it is. So, it, you know, baseball is a lot like golf. You can't be squeezing the bat too much you can't be squeezing the ball too much or else it's not going to go where you want to and it can get tense if somehow southern met tanner hall does tanner hall all right you know got to put up some zeros to begin with because you know tennessee is going to be really aggressive if you can get a lead early you might you might you might see tennessee make a couple of mistakes let's see do they get over aggressive trying to make something happen instead of letting them letting the game come to them? See if they do that. So I'm looking for Tanner Hall to close this out. See if Southern Miss can head back to Omaha for the first time since 2009. And quickly, do they get? Aren't they lined up with? Uh, let me see here. Um, they be lined up with LSU, isn't that the way it is? Right, the four and the five seeds, right? So Tennessee was out of. Uh, well, let's see. I, right? Yeah. Southern Miss, at least to begin with, um, or the winner of this Super Regional, will be matched up with the winner of the Baton Rouge LSU Kentucky Super Regional. So that'll be a lot of fun with me because <laughs> following both teams. Uh, one for the radio job on 103.3 The Goat and one uh, for Lockdown Sunbelt. So that'll be a lot of fun if it comes to fruition. We still got a long way to go. LSU beat Kentucky 14-0 on Saturday night. They're taking Kentucky on at five in Baton Rouge. And, of course, uh, Southern Miss is coming up here in about an hour, uh, 2 o'clock uh, p.m. So we want to get this one out. I appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. Um, we will probably be back with a second one, kind of like if necessary. Like if there's an if necessary game, we probably won't be. 
If they win it, we probably will be. See how that works out? All right. Uh, it is Dave Schultz, Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Thanks very much uh, for tuning in and enjoy the baseball.